it is Monday, July the 6th. I am Ben O'Leary sitting in the seat of Marcus Padley this morning for you. And it has been a quiet start to Monday after the US markets were closed on Friday for the 4th of July public holiday. We are currently up 18 points with a mix of winners and losers. Energy, industrials and financials are leading us down while tech, telcos and consumer staples are fighting higher. On a stock-specific front, most of the big stuff is having a pretty quiet morning, while Electro-Optic Systems is up 20% after coming out of its trading halt. It was announced as the chosen one for the government's defence spend, and EOS was Henry's top pick on Livewire a little over a month ago when it was trading at $5. It's now up around $6.40, almost 30% from there. It's a nice pick, Henry. The headlines this morning are once again dominated by COVID-19. The US saw 39 states with rising case numbers over the weekend. And globally, we have now passed 11 million cases without showing too many signs of slowing down. But once again, looking at the Financial Times coronavirus trackers that we have been posting on the website, the deaths are still dropping. And while the deaths are still dropping, we would continue to wonder whether any of it really matters. The second wave has been broadly ignored by markets, with the focus instead going on the potential V-shaped recovery. And while people aren't dying and people are already going back to business as usual, it's going to be pretty hard to put an entire economy back into lockdown. And it makes you wonder if the V-shaped recovery could actually happen. Turning back to our local market, the buy signals on the big four banks on Friday has got us looking a little bit closer into them. Nothing for us to gain a whole lot of conviction from just yet, but there were Haikanashi buy signals on CBA, NAB and Westpac, RSI buy signals on ANZ, NAB and Westpac, and all four getting close to turning up on the MACD, though none of them crossing. As said, nothing to gain a whole lot of conviction from, but when they make up around the quarter of the market, we can't afford to be sitting on the sidelines if they do get going. A few other bits of news around. The US reporting season starts back up this week. All lies on whether the expected or guessed damage will line up with reality. You have to imagine there's going to be some discrepancies, seeing as there's been essentially no guidance from most of the market. So that'll likely add a little bit of volatility around. In the AFR this morning, Way Global's Chris Beddingfield was talking about the retail landscape facing a radical reshaping after COVID-19 and expecting the normal business model to move from 100 plus locations around Australia for a retail chain to more of a 20 to 25 targeted locations kind of model. Not great for those retail REITs like SCG, VCX and URW among a few others. And in another wacky chapter to the story of the presidential election this year, Kanye West has launched a late presidential run. Currently placed at 51 to 1 and unlikely to provide anything else but a few news stories. While Biden is holding his lead with both the polls and the bookies. To summarize our strategy this morning, we are still 100% cash in the SMAs. We are watching for the market to hold above 6,000 and break from its sideways range. Short term, there's a bit of a bottoming on the banks and we're on alert for a new trend. Volatility is creeping down, but results season is coming. Buy signals across a few sectors and a number of stocks gets us interested, but we're looking for something a little more to give us some conviction. Still plenty of risks around. Cases are going exponential in the US. Companies taking closures into their own hands as Apple has. US-China tensions are still abound. Presidential uncertainty and a bit of a leveling of rebound economic data. So back to normal programming with Marcus tomorrow. Hope you all have a great day.